please get chapter Numbers chapter 25, and uh, I'd like to start reading with verse 21. I'd like these brethren to help me read some scriptures here in a little while if they would. Praise God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 25, and um, beginning with verse number 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and bowed down to their gods. And Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up. fifth chapter numbers chapter 25 and uh, I'd like to start reading with verse number one and, uh, I'd like these brethren to help me read some scriptures here in a little while if they would praise God <clears throat> hallelujah numbers chapter 25 and um, beginning with verse number one and Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and bowed down to their gods. And Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. Now, he said, let's have a hanging. <clears throat> now, this isn't, this isn't West Texas somewhere. <clears throat> this is in Israel. God said, we're going to have a hanging. <clears throat> Amen. And Moses said unto the judges of Israel, slay every one his man that were joined unto Baal Peor. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianitish woman in the sight of Moses yes. and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Yes. And when Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. Yes. And he went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through. The man of Israel and the woman through her belly. Yes. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. Let me say again. So the plague yes. was stayed yes. from the children of Israel. And those that died in the plague were twenty and four thousand. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, the priest, hath turned my wrath away from the children of Israel while he was zealous for my sake among them. And I consume not the children of Israel in my jealousy. Wherefore say, behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace. 
There's no other way we can have peace but to get rid of sin. To try to have peace over on the top of sin, you might as well forget it. God will send His wrath. And He shall have it and His seed after Him. Even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Because He was zealous for His God and made an atonement for the children of Israel. Praise God. Then I'd like to turn to the book of Numbers, the 31st chapter. Praise God. I've been teaching along these lines in school. And uh, uh, the Bible said, while I mused, the fire burned. And uh, God's been whipping up a spark into a forest fire in my soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Numbers, the 31st chapter. And verse number 16. Behold thee, cause the children of Israel through the counsel of Balaam to commit trespass against the Lord in the matter of Peor. And there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. Then I'd like to read in the book of Jude. Jude is only one chapter. The 11th verse. Excuse me. Jude, the 11th verse. <clears throat> Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain yeah. and ran greedily, greedily yeah. after the error of Balaam for reward yeah. and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. Then in the book of Revelation, the second chapter, Revelation chapter 2, I'd like to read verse 14. Revelation 2, 14. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, yes. who taught Balak. Balaam taught Balak. Yes. Amen. It was a backslidden preacher that taught a sinner king. Yes. To cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. Yeah. I'd like if God would take over today. I'd like us to notice three things. The error, the doctrine, and the counsel of Balaam. Would you say that with me this morning? The error, the doctrine, and the counsel of Balaam. Now I'm going to tell you something. The spirit is willing today, but the flesh is weak. So I need your prayer. Can we pray? In Jesus' name, we need your prayer. talk to you this morning about a paradox of confusion. A paradox is something contradictory. A contradiction that brings confusion. A contradiction. The word of the Lord begins this subject in the 22nd chapter of the book of Numbers. And we've been going through this verse by verse in our Bible class in Bible Heritage Christian School for the last couple Thursdays. 
The story starts with a man called Balak, the king of a wicked country of the wicked country of Moab. When Moab saw the people of God as they have already uh, conquered uh, one nation and they were on the borders of Moab, they begin to tremble. They begin to be afraid. The children of Israel, as it's already been stated, have said, we don't want to drink of your water or enter into your fields. We don't want to go into your cities. We've just got to pass through, and we want to pass through on the king's highway. We don't want to partake of your citizenship. We don't want to attend your schools. We don't want to learn your philosophies. Amen. We don't want to attend your parties. Amen. We don't want your recognition. Amen. We don't want to be on your support systems. All we're asking is to go from here to the other side on the King's Highway. We've got our own laws. We've got our own rock that follows us. We've got our own manna. We've got everything that we need to get from here to glory. But we've just got to walk through this world. We've just got to pass through this country until we get to our inheritance. And everybody say, praise the Lord. Now, the world, meaning Moab, did not want to let them go through. And so, they, they could have drawn from their own groups of the occult, from their own sorcerers, Moab was full of them. But there was one man that Balak was interested in. He was a special type of a man that lived many, many miles away. I understand Bethor is some 500 miles away, if I'm not mistaken. And so he called for this unusual man, this man that was not just the normal cut of a sorcerer, of a wizard, of a soothsayer, but he was another type of a man. He was a man that had known God. He was a man that had believed in one God and the truth of the word of the Lord. He was a man that had stood in the divine presence of God. He had shook under the anointing. He had felt the power. He had preached the truth. He had prophesied messages, amen, that even today stand without error. Amen. It stood for messages that Israel has used for an ensign. He talked about the star of Israel. And on the Jewish flag today is still the star of David. Hallelujah. He wanted this kind of a man. I want to tell you something. The devil is not searching for just another sinner. He's not searching just for another addict, another adulterer, another fornicator, another homosexual. But he wants to take some of the vessels that were taken out of the city of Jerusalem, amen, and taken into captivity into Babylon. And that is the highest, amen, of his desecration when he can take something that had been consecrated and bring it down to the lowest depths of filth and ungodliness and false doctrine. And he'll use that against the church of the living God. Some of them will say, I was once in that church. I want to believe that message. But now I can blaspheme the name of Jesus and laugh at truth. They seem to be able to do it with a more hideous spirit than any of their equals. 
in the world. They seem to have a more devious, satanic, amen, spirit because the rest of them only have one devil in them. Amen. But these have seven devils. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something, the last state is going to be worse than the beginning. And it's better for them that they'd never known the ways of righteousness than have turned from the commandment. Hallelujah. They sent for this man and uh, they sent rewards. Men of prominence. I get scared when I hear people talking about prominent men. There are no prominent men. All flesh stinks. After a few days of fasting, your breath stinks. You take off your shoes, your feet stink. Let me just get basic body gas. You don't believe it, just eat beans. I'm going to tell you, we stink. If you don't brush your teeth and use some Listerine, your mouth will stink. Amen. I mean, you've got body odors, amen, I that you've got to wash away. You've got to keep putting on deodorant. There is no such thing as His Holiness, Mr. So-and-so, or His Worship, Mr. So-and-so. I'm going to tell you something, all flesh is as grass. Flesh stinks in the sight of God. The only thing valuable about us is that blessed Holy Ghost that dwells in our soul. Hallelujah! But men, cheap and simple men, seem to have their eyes on titles. Dr. So-and-so is going to address us. And oh, we've got to draw the crowd with brand names and prominent, amen, and, and organizational recognitions of all this garbage. Hallelujah! I said it's garbage! Praise God. The Bible said there was a man. It didn't say a prominent. It didn't say a fantastic. It just said there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Hallelujah. That's what God wants is a man. He's not looking for a doctor. He's not looking for a lawyer. He's not looking for a PhD. He's not looking for all the trapping of this world that they can hang on somebody to give them prominence. That's why the Lord said there's not many wise among you. Hallelujah. Not many, amen, can have a degree, amen, and still keep themselves, amen, buried in the blood of the cross. It's what I say that counts and not what Jesus says that counts. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They sent prominent men. And they said, come curse God's people. That should have gone through Balaam like a chill. His fever should have raised to 110. Amen. He should have looked out that door and screamed to the top of his voice, Get out of here! And don't ever come back! He should have stomped, shook his fist. Amen. said, I'm not cursing God's precious They had rewards with divination in their hands. Gold and silver. Amen. He said, uh, sounds interesting. Look at what we brought, David. Now, we're not going to give it to you now. But you come with us. Ha. 
This is an insurance policy for 50000 Here we've got a retirement program. You come go with us. We'll give you security. We'll give you a title. We'll give you a name. We'll give you letters of recommendation and degrees behind your name. And then, why, we've got houses with gold and, and all these things, baby. You cussed it. Come on in. And I make up the bed here and have a nice sleep and rest. And I'm going to go talk to the Lord. There's some things you don't have to talk to God about. You don't have to talk to Him about visiting a compromising false doctrine church. Amen. It's never God's will. What concord has Christ with Belial? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on in. We'll sit up before the fire tonight. Our little chat, fellowship. All these people gathered at the borders of Moab. They're going to invade us. I thought they'd just want to walk through on the, on the King's Highway. Yeah, but huh, that's not what we're afraid of. We're afraid of all the conduct that they're going to make. All the home Bible studies that they're going to teach. All the tracks that they're going to leave. If they just shut up and walk and keep their mouth quiet and go through, it may not be so bad. But I know these guys. They take as many converts as they can get. They seem to just relish. In their camp, they just dance and run and do the jig. Every time there's a new one that says, I believe in Jehovah. He's the only God. If they just leave us alone. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I got a long ways to go today. Hallelujah. Let me pray. Come out the next morning with a pad. But he heard that he was disposed. He was forced. Amen. God was being legalistic with him and not giving him an alternative to be able to choose. I believe if he would have taken those guys and showed them the front door and said, boys, get out of here. God, show me who you guys are. You're a bunch of divinators. Amen. You're a bunch of liars. Amen. Get out of this place and don't ever come back. They never would have come back. And he said, boys, I'm very sorry. I would really like to come. But, but I had a bad night last night. And, and God just threatened me within an inch of my life. He won't let me go as much as I would like to go. As much as I need the vacation. Man, I'd like to meet my friend, Balak. And oh, I, I'm struggling here with meeting the payment. And the rent's coming due and utilities haven't been paid yet. You know, I would, wouldn't mind a second job. But I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to do it. God, what do you 
Remember me. Send me an offering once in a while. I hope I can make it. They went back to Moab and made the trip all the way home. Balak was mad. He said, What? Where's Balaam? They said, Oh, he had a pen. And, and God said, Don't go, but listen, don't fear that. The way he answered us. to watch television, but that old pastor that we've got, you've never seen him when he gets mad. You've never seen the fire in his eyes. You've never seen him come down off that platform, gritting his teeth and swinging those arms. Amen. If it wasn't for him, We noticed in Balaam's voice there was such a long. And Balak, we feel, just from sensing the situation, we feel if a little more prominence and a little more pressure and a little more financing was put in to sweeten the pot, that you might be able to convince so I'd send some fellas along up the road that look real dignified. I mean, we're going to have to call them dukes and lords and, uh, and ambassadors and all that. We want to give them titles. And we want you to dress up the trappings on their camels. Amen. So, oh, my, my. Anyhow, they got there. And Philip was so glad to see them. I was afraid you wouldn't come. I mean, come on in. We've already got the beds made. We've already got the food ready. Standing up. Uh, just spend the night. I'm going to talk to God. Now, Lord, you know. I don't think God would really mind. I'll go down there and preach. I'll go down there and fellowship with him. But, but I won't. I won't end up like they are. No way, God. You know what God said? God said, go on. Go on. God wants to know what our unsupervised decisions. He wants to see our uninfluenced. There comes a time when God will give you free and complete reign. Sometimes children have a parent to teach and teach and teach and teach and teach. Then all of a sudden, that parent is killed. They're de- they die. They're taken out of the way. And then you see, what do they do? What is their free will direction? I've seen times when men that came up in the church and were called to preach and went out. And, and man, they were strong. And they believed it right down the line. But after they got out of the home church, they started changing a bit. Well, I don't see anything too wrong with Christmas trees. <clears throat> What's wrong with a wedding band? Oh, so many others have it. <clears throat> That's all right. Yeah, and, and colored hoses are all right. <clears throat> and, man, don't make it too rough on the ladies. Just let them wear that frizz. <clears throat> and, you know, man, if a man...
man walks in with a mustache and he can sing when he didn't join. Amen. Hallelujah. Or a full beard. And I would say it's taken over. I said it's taken over. Balaam was a schizophrenic. He was a split personality. He was a man that had become an angel devil. He was a Dr. Jekyll. He had eaten of the tree. Thank you, Elder, for preaching on this. Of the knowledge of good and evil. The world is so sick of seeing churches full of good and evil. Full of good and evil. They say, hey, we don't want that. If that's God, we're going to go to evil and death. But good and evil, good and evil, good and evil, fornicating on Friday night, but singing in the choir on Sunday morning. Blaspheming the name of Jesus on the job and running the aisles on Sunday night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How could blessings and curses come out of the same way? How could this part of the bitter come out of the same way? This was the error The thing they ask today is how can somebody so good be so bad? How can somebody so suave and so nice? Amen. And I mean, they sound so sincere when they sing that song. How can they be so evil in their spirit? The air of Balaam. God said, go on. It's almost, it's almost confusing when you read the word of the Lord. It is. God said, go with these there comes a time when God analyzes what we want to do. <clears throat> we come and say, God, I want to know what to do. I want. And when we're not asking, we want to know what to do. We're there to force him. <clears throat> it's not thy will be done. It's God. I've come here to stay long enough to you shut up and tell my voice is the voice that you listen to. Amen. And in that state, that's the state of a perverted mind. That's the state of a reprobate. God, I want to do what I want to do, but I want to feel good while I'm doing it. I want to hear you say go. And after a while, God says, I know what you want to do. And you knew my will a long time ago. So now I'm just going to let you do what you want to do. Go on your way. Man, I can see him jump up and say, oh, man, let's go, let's go, let's go. I've got my bags already packed. I was ready for this. <clears throat> Jumping on the camels, and he jumped on his donkey, and these guys on the camels, and they're headed out the way. And events in life just seem to mess up. This doesn't go right. That doesn't go right. The old donkey stumbles. That'd be like the car. Praise God. I'm going to tell you, when things start happening over and over, you better back up and you better say, hey, this isn't just the donkey. This is God. God's trying to speak to me. It fell under him. It, it mashed his foot up against the wall. Amen. And then it leaped out in the field and fell down, and Balaam jumped up, and he took his staff, and he started to beat that donkey. 
And as he was bringing the rod down, the old donkey turned around and said, Balaam, what is it? Have I ever, have I ever hurt you? Haven't I always carried you every place you needed to go? Why, yes! And as he was there cursing that donkey, all of a sudden the angel of the Lord stood there in front of him with a sword in his hand. And saying, I want to tell you something. If it wasn't for the donkey, Balaam, you'd have been dead many paces back. But it was a donkey that could see what you couldn't see. A donkey had more vision and had more insight to the will of God than you did. The man that had all kinds of visions and prophecies and could see all kinds of things in a trance with his eyes open. But he couldn't see this. There was a spirit of presumption. Yes, it was. Lord, if you want me to go back, I'll go back. I'm going to tell you something. If this man was right with God, he would have jumped down. He'd have forgot the donkey, forgot everybody else. And he wouldn't have seen him for dust. He'd have been in that house. Amen. The door slammed. He'd have been under the bed screaming and crying. He'd have been on a 14-day fast. God, forgive me. I came with him that much of getting killed by the angel. But he stood there and said, Now, Lord, now, Lord, if you really want me to go back, I will go back. You dull thing, you. You know what the angel said? Go on! Because I know that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. You know, you can tell someone don't do that and they don't do it. And all the while inside they're wanting to do it. You've all heard that story. Preachers have told it here many times. <clears throat> Mama said, little boy, sit down. He sat down. She looked at him and said, what's wrong? He said, I may be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. It's when we stand up on the inside that God says, go on. Go on your way. <clears throat> I'm going to leave here and I'm going somewhere else to church for a day. I can have a look. God says, go on. <clears throat> There's a will of my flesh. I made up my mind. I'm going to do what I want to do. God says, go on. Go on. God says, Pastor, you don't say a word. You just let him go. You've told him enough. Amen. There's others that need to hear now. Hallelujah. He got on to the country of Moab and... Um, Balak was so mad. He was mad and he was glad. First of all, he was mad because he hadn't come, but he was glad because he finally had come. <clears throat> and um, the thing that amazes me is that King Balak was willing to give his house of gold for what Balaam had and thought it was a bargain. But Balaam was willing to give what he had for Balak's house of gold and think it was a bargain. I noticed the change of spiritual values in Balaam's mind. <clears throat> he was willing to swap something eternal for something temporal. Something that was unmeasurable. 
something was that was without a value set upon it. No man could esteem its value. <clears throat> I want to taste our sweet Holy Ghost talking in tongues, weeping before God. The joy of the Lord is worth more than anything this old wicked world <clears throat> But But I'll give it all for money. Okay, you got money. What are you going to do with money? You can't eat money. You can't ride on money. <clears throat> you can't sleep on money. I guess you could, but it would be a very horrible sleep. <clears throat> but I want what money can be equated into. <clears throat> all right, take that. Take that. All right, money can be equated into whiskey. <clears throat> all right, drink. Just drink it up. Keep on drinking. Keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. Does that affect, come close to, the joy that comes from the Holy Ghost? No. I want something else that money can buy. All right, you can buy a Cadillac. Go buy a Cadillac. Drive it here. Drive it there. Keep putting gas in. Keep on, keep on, keep on. Keep on. Drive, 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 drive. Drive your Cadillac. Drive it, drive it, drive it, drive it. Drive it, drive it, drive it. Night and day. Drive it, drive it, drive it, drive it, drive it. You get out and you're so sick of you, you'll want to kick dancing. There'll probably be rust there that have already rusted them out before you get a chance to kick them out. <clears throat> Money can buy cigarettes, all right, buy them. Buy them, buy, buy packages of them, buy boxes of them, buy uh, uh, box car loads of them. Stack them up in front of your house. Amen. Fill your garage. Fill the bar. Fill. Amen. Fill your house. Fill your basement. And sit there and smoke and smoke and smoke. Come on. Smoke, 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 smoke. 24 hours a day. Come on. Amen. We're going to light up another. Put another in there. Come on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Amen. Smoke a barn full. Amen. Smoke a. Amen. All these fuck stars full. Come on. We're going to pile them up. You got money now? That's it's all over. Doesn't feel anything like that clean. Sweet. Well, I can buy. I can buy fame, and I can find fortune, and, and I can have women, wine, and song. All right, date the girl. Date this one, and date that one. Commit your fornication. Commit your adultery. Go ahead and commit your acts of homosexuality. Go on, fill your body with sin and disease. Amen, and sickness. Spend your life feeding your flesh. What do you want money for? The writer said, Lord, I want just enough. Just for shelter. Give me some clothes. I want to walk through this room. But I want you to be my God. <clears throat> That's what these filthy rich people are troubled about. I've got the money, but I've got nothing to spend it on. <clears throat> that can bring me the joy and the pleasure that I want. What can I... And there are many people, millions, dying to get what I've got. But I've got it, and it doesn't satisfy me. I can get anything I want, but that's not what I need. Because with everything comes trouble. Because Balaam became careless, because he became mercenary, because he became careless, he revised his values. 
A daily prayer life will keep your values in place. You'll see the fallacy, amen, of, of riches that have not been sent to you by God. You'll see the fallacy. You'll see the emptiness of it. He became eaten up with greed. Some people change completely when money is involved. They get a different personality. There is, there is just something that takes place in it when money is involved. That's the reason why they can't let go of their preaching on ties, ties, ties. That's the reason why some cannot be faithful. When a person, when they start to be dishonest with God and their ties, it opens the door to a whole flood of things. That's when their value system is. That's when they stop believing, God will supply my needs. And they start saying, I'll work out things myself. And God lets them. They change completely when money is involved. They can lie. They can deceive. They become a different creature. <clears throat> Brother Ballastero told us about many years ago about a, a weird... Uh, he um, was in the genetics. And, uh, somehow he bred a spider to a butterfly. I don't know how in the world it ever happened. But, but the creature that came forth had the nature of a butterfly. And it would, uh, when the sun came out, it would, it would stand out and try to leap out into the beautiful warm breeze enjoy the sunlight but as it tried to fly the nature of the spider would grab it and pull it back it would crawl on the ground and go back to a little <coughs> cranny somewhere where it would sit and it would wait for for its prey to come by and and it had a split personality at one time it wanted to do one thing but it wasn't too long until Another nature took over. Another nature. Thus is the nature of a person that has become profane. God lets them go their way. At the peak of a, of a worship service, they can feel something moving in them. But he doesn't have control enough where they walk out the door. He keeps them. So they work for the shadows. There was a so what? I'll cash it all in, Spirit. Got a hold of I'll revise my convictions for a few days. I'm going to tell you something. This investment in eternal life is worth very little when you cash it in before maturity. But when it comes to maturity, my friend, I have not seen, ear has not heard, the things that God is prepared for them. The walk of life. <clears throat> Greed was so strong in this man's soul that he could stand there looking at his donkey, speaking to him. <clears throat> it was a female donkey with a man's voice. Yeah, yeah. Now that has to be a miracle. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> that was a... There was an old preacher that was riding on a train a number of years ago, and a couple of atheists were in front of him, and they were debating, and they were talking and discussing how absurd the Bible was. And uh, 
They got to the story of Balaam, and uh, one atheist said to the other, he said, can you imagine how impossible it is for a donkey to talk? I have studied the, the jaw structure and the tongue of a donkey, and it is literally, medically, veterinarianly impossible for a donkey to articulate with the shape of mouth that he has. And the other man was laughing, and they were laughing. And the old preacher tapped one of the guys on the shoulder, and he said, You make the donkey, and I'll make him talk. If God could make him, he can make him do anything he wants him to do. <clears throat> oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. <clears throat> yes, he can. Hallelujah. This man, Balaam, <clears throat> you read, you have to read quite a few scriptures to find out what his error was. Because he was so crafty in being able to cover his steps. <clears throat> you can almost read the entire account. <clears throat> read where he went to Moab and stood up to curse, but blessed. And I mean, the whole, the whole discourse ends. And you're kind of left confusion in your mind until you get to the scriptures that talk about the heir of Balaam the doctrine of Balaam and the counsel of Balaam and there's one thing that a person of this nature cannot cheat on they can cheat on many things they can cover up many things but they cannot cheat on the test called the test of time in the process of time, the Bible says in due season, time will bring up all the hidden natures and the sins of the heart. I said time will do it. If there is an inner will to what's wrong, time will give that will an opportunity. If that spirit that is in that heart does not wrestle that thing and say, you're not going to do it, I'm surrendering to you. They tell me that storms out in sea, and I guess there's storms above the ocean and there's storms underneath the ocean. They tell me that storms down in the water, great currents that swell and move, whirlpools and, and uh, uh, interior tides that are down inside the water have a way of, of changing the sea. Pirate ships that have been buried for many years at a storm in the sea, they're uncovered. And in time, there are things in people's lives that never have been repented of. <clears throat> they just kind of flossed over it. They kind of just showed back up with a big smile. Everything's all right. God says, just keep on going. Keep on going. It's never been taken care of. There's, I don't believe in repentance. <clears throat> Amen. I don't believe in been humiliated I want to tell you the cross is death and an altar of repentance is death oh yes it is carnal nature has a special characteristic about it and that is it's, it's almost 
uncanny wisdom to camouflage things. <clears throat> Somebody of normal intelligence becomes very, very smart after they see it. There's almost a superhuman wisdom <clears throat> and knowledge that comes with them. And how to create a facade of purity to hide and to disguise and to camouflage. I heard this man preach at the camp meeting and I stood there almost speechless. When I heard this man speak, preach, it made you feel like, I want to go and crawl under the pew. I want to go down to the basement somewhere and hide in the furnace room. If there's any coal, I want to climb under the coal. There's no way I could ever be a preacher. Everything was perfect. Everything was pronounced. Everything was the diction, the oratory, the, the memory. Everything was a masterpiece. We were wild. We were we were awed. We stood there spellbound. It was it was phenomenal. I went with the young man to the house, and this great phenomenon walked in. Another famous preacher from the south. There I was, just a little old kid, just starting to preach a few little sermonettes. And I thought, man, there's two great men of God. Oh, surely, man, I'll, I'll keep my ears open, keep my mouth shut. Maybe I can learn something from them. We sat out the table that night. I remember him pouring some, some seven up. We were sitting there drinking some seven up and talking around the table. And started to tell some jokes. Now I mean it went from one joke to the next. And it went into some of the most filthy, vile, corrupt jokes I had ever heard in my life. It wasn't an old truck driver. It wasn't some little down the alley that told me there's someone that had been behind the pulpit a day or two before, preaching one of the greatest sermons that I'd ever heard. I didn't say anything. But down inside, it felt like my house crumbled. Dad had always taught us to clean. You tell the truth. You never even use a byword or a mixed oath. Make sure your conversation is pure and clean before you. Never even use the name of Jesus except in information or in praise. Never use it for a slang or a byword, even a part of the name. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain because he'll not hold you guiltless if you take his name in vain. But there that day I'd seen everything that I've been taught. Devastated, wrecked, brought down. When I walked out of that place, Went back home and said, Dad, I talked to you. What is it, son? He said, I'm not, I said, I'm not preaching. What? I said, forget it. I want no part in you. Do you hear me? I felt the call of God on my life to preach since I was a boy. But I said, I don't want more. Sick of it. I'm tired of it.
a wise thing. Thank God. The men that sit with it in, things that they spoke their mouths, they are going to reap it. God is not going to be mocked. They may wow the people, they may impress many ears. You watch it. You lose your soul in your ministry because of two hypocrites. The devil allowed to place in your pathway. You've got to go on. Serve God in hell. Keep your own heart clean. Keep your own lips clean. Keep your own mind clean. Hallelujah! I knew the Holy Ghost was in what he said. Thank you, Dad. He caught me at a crossroads. Praise God. I said, he caught me at a crossroads. The devil would have loved to put bitterness. And I will tell you, there are other young people that are seen hypocritical Christians and have gone and done the same thing, but they've taken the road out and they're on drugs today. You better watch how you live. You better watch how you talk. There's nothing worse than a carnal church member. Don't you get impressed with titles and positions and fame. When your pastor says, we're not going to that camp meeting, you just mark it down, we're not going, and you stay home. I'm not telling you all the particulars. <clears throat> when I say we're not going to that conference, if you just mark it down, hey, there's some things going on, hey, we don't need to know about. <clears throat> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Sometimes more wrong goes on in a youth camp than right. It's not aiming the little lessons that are told. It's the things that go on in the dorm. It's acts of homosexuality that go on among kids. After the lights have been turned off and the supervisors have gone to their room and they're left alone. Pastor won't let our children go to youth camp. Hallelujah. The heir of Balaam. Well, he had a split personality. He was good and evil. Amen. And the Bible says the doctrine of Balaam. This is a very hard thing to analyze here. I know the Bible talks about eating food, sacrificed idols, and fornication. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But Balaam's basic doctrine was that it's okay to lie under certain circumstances <clears throat> if the end justifies the means. <clears throat> I'm reading a book right now that was written by a preacher, and I'm intrigued. I am amazed. <clears throat> the, the, the sentence structure, the, the use of, of his adjectives, <clears throat> the, the scenes in, in literary art that he can create that are more beautiful than a masterpiece painting. But the whole story is, is built around, and he spends many chapters building up a certain individual, being a leader and to being a, a righteous person and forthright and good, and, and, and so many people looking at them, and he spends much time to, 
pedestal that individual. And then, right in the midst of it, this person tells a lie. And for the rest of the story, as far as I've got, he seems to tell how good, even though the lie was very sacrificial for them to tell, and if they'd been caught right then, but, but the purpose, the real reason, the, 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 motive, the outcome, they had a righteous outcome. And the whole message in the story is sometimes Oh, grandmothers that don't know the Lord, kind of chuckle. Sometimes you don't like them. I want to tell you something. All liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone. If preachers lie, if saints lie, if children lie, or if parents lie, any kind of lie. I don't care how much we run and jump, a lie will take a stand. <clears throat> the Bible says, all his righteousness shall not be remembered in that day. <clears throat> Balaam said, I can't curse whom God has not cursed. But that greedy deceiver, he went to Moab with the very intention to curse. One way or another. If you're not cursing, why are you gone? Now, I don't mean any harm by this, but I'm going to say this. You lying thing, you know you mean harm by it. That's why you're going to say it. But you're lying at the beginning. Our society is full of lies. We've got to get out and do some praying and fasting before we can even recognize some of them. It's easy to lie. You can lie when you're on fast. Uh, Brother Wheat brought my guitar and, and put it down in my office. It's been sitting there for a couple of days. And I'd seen it. But my guitar is usually at home. It's not usually at the church. And uh, Brother Dennis came to and knocked on the door said, Brother Minute, would well, like to know if there's a guitar around here. I said, Brother Dennis, I don't have a guitar. I, um, you look around, talk about your food, and make a guitar here. You, you can use it. Talk to him. Didn't get permission. <clears throat> Closed the door and laid down on the cot. And lo and behold, there was a guitar sitting there. <clears throat> Something off. Talk to him tonight about telling him he had one with him. Said no. I feel kind of woozy. <clears throat> but I said I'm getting up right now. I didn't mean to say that. At that moment, I didn't think it was there. But I'm going to go straighten this thing up right now. Sometimes we make mistakes, but don't leave it. <clears throat> go and make it right. Yeah. If you don't watch it, pride will build up and say, man, they'll think you're the, hey, forget what they think. I've got to make it right. I've got to make I made a mistake. There's obligational lines. <clears throat> I've been talking to somebody on long distance. And talking to and when you get done, they say, uh, Say, Brother Bennett, tell Sister Bennett and all the children I said, Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'll do that. God bless you. <clears throat> I get ready to get up out of the chair. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Praise the Lord, Brother Bennett. Praise the Lord. 
Lord. How you doing? Hey, listen. What about this? And what about that? And what about something? Else? And 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 and, uh, and on and on. Oh, uh, beep 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 beep. Ho ho. Just a minute. There's another line. Hello, brother man. I've got this problem. I need to talk to you about this. Hey man, I just got fired from my job. And, and uh, hold the line. Hold the line. Brother so and so. I'll call you back after a while. Hey man. Praise the Lord, brother. Yes sir. Well, I I tell you what. I, you better go to church and pray. Ask God to give you some direction. All right, brother man. Hey man. Praise the Lord. Pray for me. Okay, I'll pray for you. Hey man. Hang up the line. Ring ring ring. Hello. Oh, praise the Lord, brother man. How you doing? How's the family? And I get up, and so many phone calls back. That one said, stay, praise the Lord, there's just a minute of children. I said, I will. He said, ah, that doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does mean anything. I don't want to ever get to the point where I can override. Brother Bean said self-justification is the first step to a reprobate mind. Comes a point in a person's life when they can justify anything they want to do. If it was for someone else, they'd stand there and put their finger on it and draw a line under it, amen, and bring it to their attention. But if it's in me, I can let it go. I was at the conference and told someone there, Oh, would you pray for my husband? <clears throat> yes, I'll pray for him. But I got home. It wasn't until I went to prayer, God said, You told so and so you were going to. I thought, Oh, Lord, I don't even remember the name, and I don't. But God, help me. Help me not to do any obligational lying. <clears throat> you know what I've done? I've got the point that <clears throat> greet Sister Bennett, greet all the children, greet the church. Oh, <clears throat> greet this and greet them. Thank you very much. I don't say I may or I may not. I just say thank you very much. And if I still remember, praise God, I try to do my best. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray for me, brother so-and-so. Yes, I'll pray for you. That's the last thing. I want to carry a request to prayer on my heart. I don't want to be just some term of, of greeting or conversation. Yes, no, oh God, let the words in my mouth, the words in my mouth, the meditation in my heart be acceptable in thy sight. <clears throat> Praise God. Brother Parker, get for me Isaiah 63, verse 8, if you would. Elder Dukas, could you get for us 1 John chapter 2 and verse 21? Brother Mobley, could you get for us Romans 3 and verse 8? <clears throat> this idea of Balaam... Was this all right for me? <clears throat> the angel said, go on down the road. I've got a motive in this trip. <clears throat> My motive is to curse. My motive is I want the gold. You'd be surprised how easy it is for some people to move out of the will of God for the gold or the silver. There's no question. To hear them talk, it is the will of God. I get 15 cents an hour more over at Podunk. <clears throat> yes, sir. What about the church there? <clears throat> well, they're not quite as, you know, but uh, we'll make it. Will you? But there's no use trying to talk because the mind's already made up. They can do what they want to do. Isaiah 63, verse 8. <clears throat> 
children. I don't have to worry about them. Their back can be up against the wall. They can be embarrassed. Their face can turn red. But they won't lie. First John 2 and verse 21. <clears throat> No lie is, there's missionary lying. <clears throat> there's people go to the field and say, when I get back home, I'm, I'm going to send this church so many hundreds of dollars to help you out on this. When they get home, they forget all about it. Romans chapter 3 and verse 8. All right. Let us do evil that good may come. <clears throat> now, some lead you to believe that it's right to do wrong for a good cause. <clears throat> I know, I know I may not uh, be doing everything ethical right now, but, but here's what my goal is. <clears throat> and when we reach this goal, then we can always take, up, take care of all this illegal stuff. That's the Robin Hood spirit. <clears throat> it's all right to rob the rich. Because they're thieves anyhow. <clears throat> and give to the poor. And he was a hero. And that's the same spirit that is present today. <clears throat> the end justifies the means. <clears throat> we can lie, we can deceive, we can say all kinds of things that are wrong. But we're going to give so much money in the end. Some justify stealing money. Some justify stealing saints. Some justify stealing churches. It's all right. <clears throat> Amen. I, you know, naturally, I'm a better pastor than that poor old fellow over there, illiterate. <clears throat> I feel so sorry for those saints. They need to come to my great banquet table. And I need to feed poor. Poor little, little emaciated, skinny thing. <clears throat> okay, brother. Take them in. Let's send their ties back over to him. I'll see how much a burden you have. <clears throat> or just feed those poor little skinny things. You'll find out the lie is behind the motive. <clears throat> Can everybody say praise the Lord? In the book of 1 Samuel, the 21st chapter, we find this among high places. You don't even have to think. There's some lies that are so intelligent. 1 Samuel 21, verse 1. Then came David to Nob. Himelech, the priest. Himelech was afraid, meaning that David said to him, Why art thou alone? And he told me, Let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee, and what I have commanded thee. I have appointed my servant to do such and such a place. I can't give you the full, full particulars, Brother Abimelech, but 
Saul has sent me to take care of a secret errand. the sword. Well, if the king sent you, wouldn't he have given you enough to live on? Why do you need a sword and some bread? He got in there and, 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 and got to feel a little squirmish in the house of God telling lies. Want to get out of there pretty quick. And he brought up another lie that the king's business requires hate. <laughs> I got to get out of here quick. Come on, hurry up and get all this stuff together. Send us on our way. In the 22nd chapter, the Bible says, King Saul sent Doag the Edomite, and he slew 85 of the Lord. And the Bible says, And now the city of the priests go through the edge of the sword, both men, women, children, and sucklings, little bitty babies because of one lie. David said to Abathar, I knew it that day when Joab was to my prepare that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy father's house. Oh God, help us. It's not justifiable to lie under any <coughs> circumstances. I've got to tell the truth. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Minna, what do I do? Sometimes it's good just to play dumb. <laughs> that spittle run down your mouth. What for all them temporarians? No, that's a lie, too. <laughs> <clears throat> this doctrine God expects everyone else to tell the truth except me. I'm an exception. I'm working for a good cause. The Bible says pride goes before destruction. <clears throat> Haughty spirit before fall. This this doctrine of a double standard. I'm successful. I'm making a lot of money. <clears throat> I'm important. I'm not a little peon. It's okay for me. <clears throat> Exceptions need to be made for... Do you know who I am? Maybe you don't know. Maybe I need to take an hour and a half and inform you. <clears throat> I don't know why it is big shots always expect special concessions in the world or in the church. And there are no big shots. Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. I got a sweet praying mother, Brother Douglas. I'm so thankful for her. But she said, I don't get too carried away with the high and the mighty. When someone starts acting high and mighty, you know they say, hey, that's a facade. <clears throat> Amen. Paul said, I determined to know nothing among you save Jesus Christ. Him crucified. I'm nothing. Look at him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Appreciate these men of God behind me that have preached the word of the Lord. Amen. Men that are broken in contract before the Lord. I love the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm noticing introductions nowadays, Brother Ducas. We have so-and-so here tonight. <clears throat> he graduated from Princeton. <clears throat> and then he went on and studied at Yale. And did his final bachelor's and master's at Harvard. And after Harvard, he went to teach at the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. And then was here and there and somewhere else. Man, wow. He won this degree and won that degree and, and he did this and did that and did something else. You stand up there and all you see getting up behind the pulpit is flesh. Where is God? That's his flesh. It's like I got. But when the Lord becomes Lord in our estimation, the Lord he becomes, the higher our introductions become a flesh. This is borrowed from the world. Peter said, why is Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to help me today because this clock, all it has on it is three, just one little three. <clears throat> so it looks like God has stopped time. <clears throat> no, he has. Amen. The council of Satan. The devil's state-of-the-art secret weapon for Israel's destruction was a backslidden prophet. His name was Brother Balaam. Can you say Brother Balaam? <clears throat> we went through Brother Branham a few years ago, <clears throat> but this is Brother Balaam. Moses had never faced a deception like this before. <clears throat> this was a new angle. This was a surprise tactic. It was an unexpected invasion. It was fresh off the devil's drawing board. He had faced false prophets before. Janes and Jamborees down in Egypt. He'd come into conflict with them, but he reached back on his resources. Amen. And, and he threw that rod down and it turned to a snake and gobbled up all their snakes. But this is the first time he'd come into contact with a full-fledged, real, one God, truth-believing, backslidden prophet. A man who was familiar with all the doctrine. A man that was familiar with all the teaching. A man that was familiar with God. To the point of phenomenal prophecies that have never been canceled to this day. He knew truth. He was familiar with the message. But he built up a resistance against it. He became quite a tool. <clears throat> this was... Maybe the first charismatic in the Bible. First charismatic preacher. <clears throat> With all his gifts, charisma, and prophecy, he was the instigator of one of the worst perils that ever hit Israel. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, Satan as an angel of light destroys more people than he ever does as a pitchfork-carrying, <clears throat> horned, red devil. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. He walked 
in, and he stood up on the hillside over, over all of Israel, and he cried blessings upon Israel. That was strange, because there King Balak was standing right beside him. Shut up! Balaam just went on, how beautiful are thy tents, oh Jacob. I love this one God message. I love baptism of Jesus. I love the Holy Ghost. Why, my old grandmother, my old grandmother way back years ago. You better watch it. He blessed them. In our movement, we are so looking, we are so hungry, we are so starving for some applause from the denominal world. <clears throat> Any type of little word of blessing that comes from the denominational is read at a general conference. <clears throat> we are so starved. Is that really me? Pinch me quick. President Bush said this about the United Pentecost. So what? He's a lying devil. He's a promoter of the New Age movement. Have we become so emaciated, so starved, Amen. Do we wait and hang on every little word of some politician to satisfy our ego? We better get some place in prayer until God can feed us with the bread of heaven. These cheap things of men don't satisfy. <clears throat> After all these beautiful words, that old man was intent on cursing God's people, and he did. <clears throat> and it was called the decoy effect. <clears throat> notice how covered, notice how meticulous he was in hiding his plan. He came up on the blind side of all of Israel. Not even Moses had a premonition of what was going to happen. <clears throat> Humans, horses, buffalo, ducks, are all community creatures. There is an effect that a community can have on us. <clears throat> there are some people that can be one way when they're alone, but when they get in a crowd, they just... Become <clears throat> and they get on. Why did you say that? Why did you do that? I don't know. A crowd just does things to me. They have no morals when they get in a crowd. When they get around people, they are a community creature. <clears throat> Ducks can be flying high in the air. But they are <clears throat> community creatures, community oriented. <clears throat> so as they're flying, <clears throat> they uh, look down. <clears throat> oh. 
We're going down the pond. They have church down there. Yeah. What kind is it? I don't know what kind it is, but that's it's pond. <clears throat> Ducks stay together for survival, for protection, for food, for security. They're community creatures. <clears throat> Seeing other ducks, they, they circle, they land <clears throat> in a group, in a crowd. <clears throat> a flock becomes a magnet pulls them down. You hear these little things bobbing out there in the water. If you have a fisherman in a boat, that doesn't mean anything to those ducks. Amen. You can have the biggest bull moose along the shore, doesn't mean a thing to those ducks. That's right. But other ducks are like a magnet to those flying ducks. When you see hundreds of cars parked outside of a store, What do you do? You just drive past and look the other way. Not if you had the kind of mother I had. The kind of dad I had. There's something about seeing cars just double parked. I mean, parked up on the sidewalks. Police out there not knowing what to do. Hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. You got to just watch it. Almost without without thought. Jam on the brake. You put on the emergency brake, you turn off the, the key, you lock the doors, and you get out and run as fast as you can. And whatever line's there, you get in front of it. Those were community creatures. I'm not getting here too late. No way. There's got to be a sale going on. Somebody's giving something away. Otherwise, these guys wouldn't all be here. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Ducks attract ducks. People attract people. Teenagers attract teenagers. The devil knows that. I was driving from Comfort, and family were, was over in the motel, and uh, we were going to go to a place to eat. And as I drove down a certain street, I saw people standing in line to get in this little Mexican restaurant called the Red Iguana. I mean, stand in line! I drove right back to where my family was. Come quick, come, 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 but when the parking lot's full, people stand in line. Hey, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. Any more seats? Food's got to be good. And who do you think would stand in line? Brother and Sister Minna, Mark and Timothy, and Mary Elsa. Right. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> and I would think it was some of the best Mexican food I've ever put down my goozle. It was. I ain't telling you. <laughs> we are community creatures. There is the community effect. 
something happens to one, and in not very long it'll happen to the other, and happen to another, and happen to another, and there is a domino effect. The devil knows what kind of creatures we are. The Council of Balaam. Let your young people throw a big party. Let them get out there on the hillside and dance. Let them sing. Loud music. Let the girls have their dresses up above the knees. Have some lustful music. Let them get out there and jig around and dance. Let them call some of those forlorn boys. The poor old pastor has really been so mean and cruel. Tell them to pray and get the will of God. Let them hear the music. See the smile. See the eyelashes batting. Sing call. But I gotta be the prayer meeting tonight, Friday night. You mean you go down there and that church got all the rules? Lust of style. <clears throat> Carnal living. Loose talk and conversation. Permissive parents that allow it to go on. Now, you don't do that in church, but <clears throat> I'm not going to say anything to you when you get home. Duck hunters, <clears throat> they like duck blinds. They use duck calls and they use decoys. A decoy can lure a whole flock into a trap. <clears throat> Decoys are, they're not dead. There never was any life to them. They were made as a decoy. There's no life. <clears throat> they're anchored to the bottom with a lead weight. They're going nowhere and they're all painted up.
been many lads in the fog stopped in an hour. Looks all right to me. Sounds all right to me. There's a punk rock disco spirit in that orchestra. The way that guy beats those drums and his sweat falls down off his face, it's just nothing special. He's no more thinking about God. He's remembering the day. What are those kids just gathering around the drums for after church? Not a tear in their eye. Not a one of them at the altar. Wow. What'd you learn to be them like that? Why oh, I used to be in such and such. No life to them. <clears throat> Duck call is bold. It's, it's rebellious. Amen. You better watch out for decoys. Yep. Look pretty good. <clears throat> Parker, Matthew 7, verse 15. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. Beware of false prophets. Which come to you as decoys. <clears throat> Inwardly, they're ravid, ravaging wolves. So Parker get mad at 24 11. can get forth with the You put a difference between holy and unholy, between clean and clean. Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Show them their transgression. We don't want anybody preaching about sin around here. It destroys the spirit of worship. Only half run the aisles when you preach about sin. Zephaniah 3, verse 24. Woe to her that's filthy and polluted to the oppressing city. She didn't receive correction. She what? She didn't trust me. All right. All right. All right. They wait till tomorrow to know the body. Her prophets are like its style, its flair, its dignity. It's Hollywood. The prophets are light. Hallelujah. Matthew 24 and verse 11. And many false prophets shall arise. Shall deceive what? Many. Many decoys. Come over here. Quack, 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 quack. Come here. Come on, come on, come on. Quack, 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 quack. 2 Corinthians 11, 14 to 15. No marvel. That Satan himself has transformed himself into an angel of light. Man, you know, hey, you know, the devil used to be a real bad.
bad. But now, quiet, 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 quiet. It's all right. You don't have to listen. They made strong holiness look wrong, radical. You're an enemy of the people. You hate young people if you lift any kind of a standard. Satan is transformed into an angel. There's no... No wonder that he's got a whole pond full of decoys. <clears throat> you poor thing, you need to come over here. <clears throat> You've been browbeat so much. Come over here where they have some love. Those duck calls. <clears throat> the call of the, of the duck hunter. Quack, 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 quack. You've been told what to do long enough. Watch out for the decoys. The decoys. Every year, thousands of ducks are slain because of the community effect. It's all right. I'll go down. And they, they don't even get a chance to land as they're coming in for a landing. Suddenly, out of nowhere, stands up these enemies and firing at them. Yeah. They're laying on their backs in the water. Yeah. And the decoys are still. Just as dead. But those that had some life in them, what you see? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <clears throat> Let us have our freedom. Let us dress the way we want to. Let us listen to the music we want to. We want no rules on dating. We don't think it's right for the pastor to tell young people they can't kiss when they go out on a date. Quack, 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 quack. And who does he think he is? Saying you have to have a chaperone. Quack, 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 quack. Back row. They had a 
you better watch it. You don't know what you're asking for. Yeah. Then, then he stands up the bushes and blows the tarnation out of them. Brother Wheat was here. We were talking. You don't know what we were talking about. A teacher that I had and that he had. My God have mercy. I sat in those classes, Brother Dugas, and I was astounded by things that I was taught. He brought me a letter that this man had written. Discount. Everything that we believe in principle. <clears throat> Compromising. Turning back. <clears throat> and I see many young men that sat in his classes are under the community effect right now. <clears throat> and they're starting to fly. There's a spirit of Balaam. The devil will do more with that one backslidden preacher <clears throat> than he could do with a thousand sinners out there against the church. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. Amen. Decoys in the camp. Oh, why can't my children go to a birthday party with brothers backsliders? Don't you have enough, God? What's wrong with your Holy Ghost? You can't keep them down all the time. Oh, we keep them up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's taking them down <clears throat> to hell. And it's come crying and jerking all out. You should have listened years ago, my friend. I'm talking about <clears throat> the domino effect. <clears throat> I'm talking about the community effect. He said, come out from among them and be ye separate. <clears throat> Amen. Hallelujah. Saints can usually recognize sin in anything else except their own children. Most people can. Sometimes, even preachers. Blindness covers their eyes. <clears throat> Why is he quacking at my kids all the time? <clears throat> Always, every time we come, he's picking on my children. It's that attitude. <clears throat> it's that very attitude. That is what is going to destroy them. I said it's going to destroy them. It's going to wreck them. Hallelujah. Moses and Aaron were so 
they were facing so much pressure from sympathetic parents. Well, those, those kids need to have some fun. If it was other kids, it would be wrong. But if it's my kid, oh, they need to have some fun. It was bone of their bone and flesh of their flesh. I'm amazed at how some people are so strong against divorce and remarriage. And everyone else, until their own children become involved in something. <coughs> Suddenly, take a double take. Some people are very strong against Christmas until they have grandkids. Papa! Mama! The community effect. The decoys. Praise God. It affects us as humans. And you'll feel it coming to you. You'll feel that community effect coming. <clears throat> David, Absalom, his son, his son, his son had risen up, was wanting to kill his father, <clears throat> took, was taking the throne, <clears throat> and, and David was giving instruction to his men. <clears throat> now you go out and battle and fight, but don't kill my boy. He's mine. What about all the other dads whose boys are going out to fight and you're letting them get killed, David? What's so special about yours? Don't kill Absalom. David was a human just like all the rest of us. I said, us, all of us, we all have got to fight against the community effect. <clears throat> Preachers and saints alike. Yeah. Praise God. The council of them. <clears throat> Young people started fleeing. They started leaving the tent and they started running up on the hillside. Well, they had a big banquet, had lots of food. Oh my, <clears throat> this is wrong. Eating food sacrificed to idols, though. And as they got done eating, they started bowing out. Oh, we can worship this island. We're going to take our clothes off. We can talk lewd. Use immoral language. Sing a moral song. Isn't that cute? Ha <laughs> ha Oh, it doesn't really mean that, but it's got a second meaning. You're going to take it either way. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. <clears throat> I got a... I got a, and I want to end here real quick. I got a flyer in the mail the other day. Somebody wrote to me and said, help stamp out John's. Little John, little J for John. <clears throat> help stamp out John's. What we used to call back house. John. Everyone else did too. <clears throat> Let me stamp out John's. Now, I'm not referring to anybody who's got a name John. You forgive me. <clears throat> this is what I got in the mail. And then it went down the line and it said, it said, the city is being taken over by neighborhood prostitutes. Yeah. <clears throat> they used to walk Jasper Avenue. Yeah. <clears throat> but now, they're, they're in neighborhoods. <clears throat> we went to teach a Bible study the other night, several nights. <clears throat> We've been going, pull up, pull up. What are those girls standing out on the street corner? <clears throat> Something said of me. That's one of those Johns that they're talking about. City's not going to stand them out. As long as we've got a homosexual <clears throat> sitting on city council. <clears throat> oh, no. No. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you something. You better listen. Even when the old Mallard goes to quack, <clears throat> when his feathers get all ruffled up, <clears throat> amen, he gets all agitated. You better listen. I said, you better listen. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't kill Epsom. I would tell you when kids run out and walk, go out here and backslide, they've got a whole new theology that's in their mouth. They don't have one good thing to say about this church, the saints, or the pastor. I don't care how good we've tried to be to them along the line. There's another spirit. And that same spirit will get a hold of your young people. If you let them go to the birthday parties, if you let them run to the shopping center, you let them hob up. I wonder sometimes, why are young people's attitudes changing? They're becoming so bold and arrogant, insolent, almost defied you. They get close to some decoys. Hallelujah. Church, I'm preaching this because I love your souls. I don't want to see you come to me in tears, wringing your hands. Say, Pastor, what can I do? I'd rather preach to you now. <clears throat> I'd rather see you get a little silent and bow your head now. But get out on your knees and consecrate to God and save your children. Save your teenagers. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, I have been devastated this summer. I have been. I don't know when my heart has been crushed like it has been this summer and this fall. You can't treat this thing lightly. You've got to hold on to it. In the book of Nehemiah, the sixth chapter. Now it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and Gisham the Arabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I'd build the wall, that there was no breach left therein, though at that time I had not set up the doors upon the gates, but Sam Ballad and Gisham sent unto me, said, Come, let us meet together in some one of the place villages in the plain of Ono. And I sent messengers unto them, saying, I am doing a great work, so that I... Come on down to my oh no Tupperware party. You going to prayer and fast? Oh no. I went to that when I was in the church one time. About to kill me. Sound like a Jimmy Jones call to me. Everybody all getting in there and fasting, having those services. What do you call the garbage that's going on out here? All that is is quacking from the bush. Once you get down within range, they blow you out of the air. Where's all that compassion, that love now? They don't want to have anything to do with each other. He said, I'm doing a great work. I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. Praise God. Preachers get tired. I said, they get tired. They really get tired. <clears throat> Talked to Brother Douglas several, a couple of years ago on the phone. He said, Brother Man, I've had a heart attack. You know what? There's a problem. It's not preaching. It's the problems. It's the pressure. <clears throat> I stood up a few years ago. <clears throat> I was in prayer, and God said, you set us stand in this church. There's going to be chaperones for every dating couple. <clears throat> I got up and made that statement, and wow. The pressure. 
But God knew what he was talking about. I said, God knew what he was talking about. <clears throat> Kids are coming out of the world now. <clears throat> Committing fornication is like almost on the same par level as the way we used to chew bubble gum. <clears throat> I mean, they're committing fornication as little bitty kids. Some old filthy uncle is getting hold of babies. I said, babies. Amen. I'm telling you, their perverted minds are sick. They're full of the devil. You better watch your kids. You don't send them over to Auntie So-and-So's or Uncle So-and-So or let them go out on a vacation. You better watch it. I got four ducks that have been flying behind me, but I'm going to tell you what, this old mallard, he keeps a look on them. Oh, yes, he does. When I'm not there, I got them. There's a mama duck there. I'll tell you, she's got an eye on them. If they don't quack just right, we want to know why. We're going to have a family prayer meeting. Hallelujah. You got to quack like we quack. We talk in tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't want to hear this quacking. Amen. We don't believe in all these rules. Thank God for the rules. But after a while, by reason of years, and I've seen it, I've seen old pastors get tired and so weary. And I'm starting to understand that the biggest why. Their bodies wear out. I had more strength. They fought and they fought and they fought and they fought and they fought. And here Moses and Aaron, they're devastated. But it's a sweeping, massive move to lust and to commit fornication. Sex, 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 sex. That's all they can think about. It's no wonder the devil would try to kill a preacher. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Slip off and do this and slip off and do that. Where are this and where are this and this. A preacher is not trying to take your money. He's not trying to destroy your happiness. It is such a thrill to be able to see a clean, virtuous couple walk down the aisle and stand there and be married. And know there has been no lust, no fornication in their lives. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It makes me want to get up and just run the aisle. Right during the midst of the same. Kick my feet and just shout. But I try to subdue myself. <clears throat> Moses and Aaron were so weary. <clears throat> Here a son of one of the elders in Israel <clears throat> brought himself one of these frizzy-headed prostitutes <clears throat> from Moab. I'll show everybody what I'm going to do! brought her right into his tent in front of everybody just to kind of fault themselves and show all the other kids this is the way to do it, Christian young people. You don't have to listen to the old mallard. And we're having fun! We don't have to sing! Amen. Any statement? Amen. For task force. 
I'll do it the way I want it. You go on and do it the way you want it. You go right on. Moses snaring, tired, weary. Warring to a frazzle. God worried. The church is going to pot. God, we fought, we preached, taught, we stood, we've taken on outings. We, God, we've gone on evangelistic trips. We've had prayer meetings with everything we know. We've had a Christian school. <coughs> done this and that. I don't know what else to do. God, just take my life. I'm tired. I'm weary. But God had a secret weapon. God just finished taking something off his drawing board. It was a young priest. And his name was Phineas. He'd been flying like too far behind the old mallard. Ruth! I love him. Grab him! Pitch on, Pastor. Run me out! Yeah, I'm running out. I'm going to shout. I'm going to worship God. I'm a chaperone when I go to Eddie. Thank God for that. No kissing and smooching and hugging and putting your hands all over the girl. Yeah, that's what I want. Those are good. right in the tent. Oh, son of Mr. Big Shot, take that. You fornicating lying, low-down harlot. Take that. Came out with blood on his sword. Hallelujah. There was another band of young people. Amen, that saw him. They grabbed their sword. This ain't taking over the church. No, it's not. The domino effect of sin is not in here. Amen, there's going to be a domino effect of consecration, of purity, of prayer, of holiness. Amen of righteous living. Hallelujah. We're not going to sneak around and see what we can do. Pastor, we want the keys. So we can get in and pray. We want to fast. We want to see God. We want to see a church rise up in the last days. That's just as strong as the one in the beginning. Shall we stand? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.